You're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model, and you can check out my website, mimifootnip.com, to find out more about me and other stuff I do. (laughs) Uh, I am super excited for today's podcast. I want to thank my patrons, first of all, Tevin Riker, not a golfer, Ray Sean, Eric F, Eric J, Crinking Fan, Rocket Man, Havianas Fan, Austin, Mark, Miss Jess, Joe, Major Dave, and Harrison. Thanks, you guys, so much for your ongoing and continued support of the podcast. It's amazing. I love this community so much. And um, one thing I'm kind of discussing with the patrons right now is doing a patrons only live stream, like some pedal pumping live streaming for patrons. So we're just trying to figure out like when the best time is. Of course, you can watch the replay, but it's always fun to like interact live, right? So we're trying to figure that out. Uh, I've got a story to read this week by um, a listener named Deanmo, and we'll get to that after a quick break. All right, back from the break. Uh, This is an email that goes, Hi Mimi, I heard you read a story about autoerotica a month or so ago and want to share with you part one of The Secret. The Secret, part one by Dean Moe. Lori, 20-year-old Lori Davis, was pulled out of her state of mourning to see the family attorney looking at her from across her desk. Sorry, yes? This may or may not come as a surprise to you, Lori, but in addition to your monetary inheritance, your grandmother also left you her Cadillac. Lori looked around the attorney's office to see her mother, Sarah, and her younger sister, Leslie, staring at her. It had already been an extraordinary afternoon in the attorney's office. Grandmother left me her Cadillac? I wish she would have left it to me said 15-year-old Leslie. I love that car. You don't drive yet, Leslie, whispered her mother with a smile. I know how to drive, Mom. Attorney Jameson cleared her throat and spoke up decisively. Lori, your grandmother was insistent on this point. Along with the car comes an inflation-adjusted allowance for fuel, maintenance, Restoration and insurance beginning at $20,000 per year for as long as you own the car. Sarah looked directly at her daughter and tried to explain the gift. The Cadillac was special to your grandmother, and you were special to her. She wanted you to enjoy it as much as she did. I've never even driven the Cadillac. Nobody but your grandmother ever drove it, Sarah stated tactfully. I have the Delta 88. If you get the Cadillac, I get the Delta 88, Leslie demanded. You don't drive yet, Leslie, Sarah reminded her youngest daughter with a firm pat on her knee. Attorney Jameson continued reading from her notes. Lori, I will provide you with a file containing all of your grandmother's preferred vendors to maintain the Cadillac as she liked it kept. You can change vendors if you choose, but your grandmother confided to me that some of the car's features are so custom that you'd be wise to continue the existing arrangements. Your grandmother assured me that you would grow to love the Cadillac as much as she did. Before her passing, she gave me this note, which I was instructed to provide to you at the appropriate time. 
She reached into the estate portfolio and took out a beautiful cream-colored heavy bond crane envelope. Having received so many notes from her grandmother over the years, Lori recognized her grandmother's distinctive stationery immediately and accepted the envelope gratefully. Lori had already received jewelry, furniture, china, and a trust fund valued at $7.5 million from her grandmother's estate. The trust would begin paying her an income of 3% of the principal annually upon her 21st birthday, less than six months from now. At the trust's current value, the annual payout would total $225,000 per year before taxes. At the conservative 3% payout rate, the trust would continue to grow in the years ahead. Payout percentages could adjust at Lori's discretion when she reached the age of 35. If she were careful, Lori would never have to worry about money for the rest of her life. The Cadillac was a totally unexpected surprise, and it was the only item in her grandmother's estate to come with a handwritten letter of explanation, so Lori knew it must be special. When their business was completed, Lori, her mother, and her sister were all much wealthier, and they hugged each other with gratitude and thanked Attorney Jameson for her thoughtful service. I'll drive out tomorrow afternoon and see the Cadillac, Lori said as they walked to the elevator. The Cadillac was parked in the oversized three-car garage of her grandparents' 50-acre country estate located only 15 minutes from the Jameson family home. I'll wait until I'm alone in the car to read Grandmother's note. I think that's an excellent idea, said Sarah with a nod. I'll alert the caretaker that you will inspect the Cadillac tomorrow and possibly take it for a test drive around the property. I can drive the Cadillac around the property too, Leslie added insistently. I know how, Mom, I do. It's Lori's car. If she wants to let you drive it at the appropriate time, that will be up to her. As the elevator arrived, her mother whispered softly into Lori's ear, wear something tasteful and sexy tomorrow for your drive in the Cadillac. Really, Mom? Lori asked. You know your grandmother would appreciate that you're putting your most attractive foot forward when you drive her car. The next afternoon, those words, wear something tasteful and sexy for your drive in the Cadillac, echoed in Lori's head as she contemplated her afternoon in the country. Lori had learned early from her mother and grandmother that tasteful was part attitude and part presentation, but being sexy started deep inside a woman's soul and was something that she gave herself permission to express with every part of her being. For a woman to dazzle others, she had to first please herself, and all the expressions of who she was had to be just right. Lori was going to be just right today. She had on her favorite black lace bra and panty set with a commitment to put her best foot forward. Lori slipped on a new pair of Hanes Silk Reflections Jet Black Control Top Pantyhose. Of all the wonderful feminine clothing, that Lori made a habit of wearing, no item was more essential to the expression of her femininity than pantyhose. Lori wore pantyhose every day, despite the fact that hosiery had largely been out of fashion for several years. 
Women didn't know what they were missing, Lori mused to herself, as she smothered her nylons snugly between her legs, and she knew from experience that men were particularly attentive to her when she was wearing them. Lori loved that her pantyhose gently teased and stimulated her with every movement of her body. Her nylons were tantalizing her right now as she shimmied into a clingy little black dress that revealed her beautiful legs and just enough cleavage to be tasteful and provocative, too. Grandmother would approve, she thought, as she slipped her pretty nylon-covered feet into her favorite four-inch black stiletto-heeled pumps. After an approving twirl in her full-length mirror, she pulled her brush through her thick blonde hair one more time. That would do it. Tasteful and sexy, just as her mother had suggested. Her mother's final words from yesterday, unheard by Leslie, also had her wondering. Once you understand everything that a car can do for you, you will never give it up. As Lori picked up her car keys and dropped them into her coach purse along with her grandmother's note, she wondered what the Cadillac could do that she would never give up. She smiled as she walked with nylon swishing against her thighs down the stairs and into the garage to the beautifully maintained emerald green 1972 Oldsmobile Delta 88 that she had been driving since getting her license just over four years ago. What was it about the Cadillac that could be so much better than her Delta 88. While anticipating what she would experience this afternoon, Lori could feel a surprising level of moistness between her pretty legs as she drove along the winding country road with her shiny right leg sensually reaching with her pointed toe for the oversized gas pedal of her powerful Oldsmobile. Her grandmother's letter, still unopened, was in her purse resting against her thigh. The large gate at the family estate slid open as Lori's Oldsmobile approached it. Good afternoon, Miss Lori, said the caretaker's voice through the control panel console. Hi, Walter. The Cadillac is ready for you in the garage. The door is open and the keys are in the ignition. Take all the time you need. Thank you, Walter. Lori lifted her foot from the brake and pressed it down gently on the gas pedal to coax her suddenly rough-running Oldsmobile through the large gate, but the engine coughed and stalled. Why does this always happen to me when I come here, thought Lori as she slipped the transmission into park and turned the ignition key while pressing down assertively on the gas pedal with her high-heeled foot. When the Oldsmobile finally started, Lori squirmed anxiously in the driver's seat as she revved up the powerful V8 engine with stiletto-heeled authority for reasons she didn't understand and quietly didn't object to. Her car always stalled and misbehaved at her grandmother's house. Maybe she was supposed to have the Cadillac after all. Despite her continued revving, the Oldsmobile stalled twice more on the way to the house and was increasingly difficult to restart. What the hell? Lori whined as her engine popped and backfired as she anxiously pumped the gas pedal to keep the engine running. She was unnerved, almost in tears, but quite aroused as she pulled into her grandmother's circular driveway in front of the beautifully maintained two-story white colonial house. Filtered afternoon sun was shining down through the trees, causing her beautiful nylon-covered legs to shimmer luxuriously in the flickering light. 
before turning off the engine. She gave her big V8 a series of deep-throated revs, causing her engine to scream in agony as her curvy hips were pushed back into the leather driver's seat. If you don't behave, she said as she clicked the engine off, you will be replaced by a Cadillac. Before opening the door, she took a moment to adjust her shiny black pantyhose and gently caress her increasingly sensitive breasts. Being a girl is so much work, she thought, but it does feel good. She opened her big Oldsmobile door and rose gracefully from the driver's seat into the late afternoon sun. It was a beautiful, crisp fall day. Lori loved the way her tight-knit dress moved against her legs as she stepped through the front door and heard the click, 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 click of her stiletto-heeled pumps echoing in the entryway. Lori was immediately struck by the scent of fresh flowers and the ticking of the grandfather clock in the corner of the large space. Her grandparents' home was spacious and inviting. There were large rooms with high ceilings, all decorated in tones of beige, buttery yellow, and soft green. Lori had to push back a tear when she realized that her grandmother would not greet her, as she always had, with a welcoming kiss and a hug. The staff, knowing that Lori was coming, would leave her to experience her emotions on her own. As she stepped into the three-car garage and turned on the lights, there it was, her grandmother's beautifully maintained 1975 red coupe de ville. Lori took a deep breath as she gazed at this striking example of 50-year-old ostentatious American engineering. The car was huge and elegant with its lustrous red paint, gleaming chrome, perfectly conditioned rubber tires, and supple white leather interior. The Cadillac was a perfect reminder of the woman who had loved it for reasons she hoped to understand soon. In contrast to the enormity of the Cadillac, Lori's grandmother, like Lori herself, had been a petite woman, barely 5'5", five five, and her stocking feet with a wonderful 35-23-35 figure. Grandmother's style had been right out of the 1950s when women of means always dressed elegantly from head to toe. What was seen and unseen. She loved to wear figure-revealing dresses aided by the finest body-shaping corsets, bustier, girdle, and bra. She always had worn tasteful high heels and silk stockings with garters and eventually added Wolford pantyhose to her wardrobe, but never gave up her high-heeled pumps. As Lori stood staring at the Cadillac in her clingy little black dress, nylons, and high heels, she became aware of her pantyhose softly teasing her between her beautiful legs. As her hips swayed slowly, sensually from side to side, she allowed herself to enjoy the pleasure of her movement and her awareness that the beautiful Cadillac Coupe de Ville was somehow inviting her to open its big heavy door and take her place behind the wheel. And that, my friends, concludes part one of The Secret by Deanmo. I'm looking forward to part two. It, I have not yet received it, but I am hopeful that it's coming because you can't just leave us hanging there like that. <laughs> 
If you are a listener who has a question or a story or a comment or anything that you'd like to share with the Pedal Pumping Podcast community, go ahead and email me and I'll read it. My email is mimifootnip at gmail.com. I may not respond back to your email, but if you listen to the podcast, I will read it. And if you've sent me something and you haven't heard me read it and it's been a few months, nudge me on that because I have had the unfortunate uh, situation of some emails just kind of, I don't know, disappearing, slipping through the cracks, whatnot. So I will not be offended at all if you say, hey, I sent you an email back in February (laughs) and I haven't heard it. Uh, So yeah, and my apologies if if that does happen to you. Okay, that's not very encouraging, right? It doesn't really like motivate you to write me an email, but uh, it doesn't normally happen, but it it has happened. So I do want to like put that disclaimer out there. All right, you guys, thanks so much for coming around again this week. We are going to meet back here next week, same place, same time. This is a weekly podcast. We never run out of things to talk about when it comes to pedal pumping. (laughs) In the meantime... Enjoy some pedal pumping action this weekend if you can, and uh, consider yourself very fortunate that you have a pedal pumping fetish. All right, guys, see you later. Bye.